The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. to the morning show. It's Tuesday, July 26. Beautiful day. 65 degrees. It's been it's been nice. It was cool last night and uh, went outside for a nice walk. It was awesome. I am by myself today. I hope uh, everyone can bear with me. And why am I by myself today? Noah? Bart's on vacation? He's on vacation. He's not the only one. No? No. Take a look at this. Greetings from our family vacation. <laughs> Wish you were here having a wonderful time. <laughs> Do us proud. Have a great show. Yeah, sorry you can't be there. We'll see you soon. We're not. We're not sorry. <laughs> what the heck is going on? And that is why I didn't go on my uh, family vacation because I see enough of those people here in Jackson. So uh, it was a great weekend, busy weekend. We've got a lot to uh, recap. Let's get things started with the hot air jubilee. And we actually had balloons go up this year, which was a lot of fun. Uh, we got flights off on Thursday night, Friday morning, Saturday night. Brandon, I know you went. Um, so, so you, the balloons were not the biggest hit for your son. No, he liked the uh, bubble right here. <laughs> yeah. We uh, will have Dr. Donna O'Neill. We'll find out if those are safe. <laughs> I would think so. Uh, thanks to uh, Cassie Legal, Sarah Scape, Jeff Steers, Adam, Brandon. Everyone was out there. Um, I drove over on Saturday night. We live right behind the there uh, behind the park, and Ella and I had a great great front row seat to the uh, night glow, and it was awesome. Yeah. A lot of people. They let people walk around, take pictures, like close up. Yeah, it was, it was, it you was, know? yeah, there, it wasn't as uh, lined up and, and kind of, yeah. I won't say secure because it's, you really don't need too much security at that event, but it was a lot of fun and uh, Balloonmeister Steven Sitko did a great job and uh, I saw a few hot air balloons last night. It was a beautiful night uh, as well. A lot of smiling faces, probably six to 8,000 people there. Uh, that's an estimate, but it was, uh, it was packed. It was a lot of fun, so. The Gus Macker was also happening downtown, and uh, this was a hot event. It was uh, kind of in and out of the storm, so it was pretty muggy, but a record 200-plus teams for Jackson. And uh, they battled some weather and heat, but it was great. The Heroes game kicked off Friday night. Look at kids of all ages working hard out there. I love some of Adam's camera work. Yeah, very cool. Very, very cool. And there's the uh, the mascot game, which was great. Uh, that's gotta be hot. Yeah. Basketball. Oh, that's so hot. There's paws, blue eye. Look at that. The baby bear. Um, and then of course the uh, the dunk contest, which is uh, a highlight for everyone there. It was cool to have this right out in front of uh, JTV. 
some good dunkers, some bad dunkers, but uh, we had a winner. And uh, the winner is, is the winner going to play college basketball somewhere? He's like the number five tight end in the country going to Ohio State. College football. Okay, Ohio cool. State. Wow. The, uh, the Ohio State is a two-tier fan base. That's him. What uh, position does he play? You said tight end? Tight end. Yeah, wow, look <laughs> out. He, uh, great athlete, absolutely phenomenal uh, athlete. On the golf course, the Joe Fierro City Senior Open took place over the weekend, and our good friend Jim Kuchu won. And he, this is his first major in Jackson, he shot a 31 on the back nine at uh, Sharp Park, and that put him ahead of some names like Steve Madalena, Greg Zeller. Mike Raymond, and he uh, he took the championship. Birdied three of the last five holes to finish with a round of two under 69 to claim his first individual title. Congratulations to uh, Jim. Now we had a, one of our staff competed in this event, Brandon, I don't know if you knew that. Um, our sports writer, Jeff Steers, this was the only action shot I have of Jeff, and it's from, uh, Jeff and I got to play Detroit Golf Club a few years ago, and Noah made the comment, it looks like Jeff's getting injured, but Jeff did make that putt. So Jeff not only played two rounds in the Joe Fierro Senior City, he also covered the full event, photo galleries and stories, and Jeff shot 82-83, which is it's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. So uh, thanks for all your hard work, Jeff. So we've got a lot going on. The Michigan Theaters Summer Kids Series. They have uh, movies today, tomorrow, and Thursday. And Sonic 2 will be shown. I have not seen Sonic 1 uh, or Sonic 2. But they love that movie. Really? Yeah. yeah I, remember, I remember the video game uh, Sonic was on the Sega. And that was really the only game on Sega that I knew how to play. And uh, that was a long, long time ago. If you're looking for something to do, we have plenty of it. Ella Sharp has a patio party this Thursday night. Food, drinks, live music, 5 to 7 p.m. And this Thursday, Larry Sumner Jr. and uh, Shorty Sweets and Treats, Shorty Sweets, Treats and Eats will be there along with Mayor Daniel Mahoney. And uh, this weekend, we've got downtown days. We've got a cruise in. Our uh, second annual Jackson Downtown Days, Friday, 5 to 8, we'll have a classic car show, concert in the park. Saturday, sidewalk sales, sip and shop, all the retailers will be open. And then on Sunday, there'll be food trucks, live music, games, etc., etc. So it should be a great time. There's been a lot of uh, a lot of sports in the news, a lot of college football in the news, and Brandon. One thing that I hate about this year's college football—it's not just the NIL—we're losing something. We're going to be losing something. We're losing the turnover chain. No. I know, and this is as good as anything in college football, in my opinion. Um, Miami started this in 2017. Anytime a D. Defense recovers a fumble, gets a turnover interception, you go right to the bench and you pull out the turnover chain. University of Miami coach Mario Cristobal confirmed Thursday that the ACC media, at ACC Media Days that the famous turnover chain will no longer be used by the program. We've been working so hard and paying attention to so many other things that, in my opinion, are much more 
optimal to winning football games. We won't be using it. You guys okay with that? Good. But we have a turnover chain in Jackson, so if you need to see the turnover chain, Michigan Center has a turnover chain, which I love the turnover uh, chain. Yeah, I, I love it. It's fun. It's very fun. It's a lot of fun. And some of the, uh, you turn on ESPN, someone from Miami gets an interception, and then all of a sudden you're in the middle of a nightclub. It's, it's a lot of fun. I feel like they're going to do something else instead. I don't see Miami just being no. modest when they score touchdowns. No, you can't. No, they will do something else. So, But um, if you do a Google search on the Miami turnover chain, you'll see that there's not just one, but there was like, 50 different varieties of the turnover chain. And I think uh, famous Miami jewelers would make those and give those to the team. And uh, I made that last part up, but you never know. It's time for Love Living in Jackson, presented by Heather Herndon and the Howard Hanna team. This week, Heather's featuring Virginia Coney Island. And uh, great spot, birthplace of the Coney and home of the famous yellow bag lunch, which is always a hit around here. And that is Love Living in Jackson, presented by Heather Herndon. Great place to live, and that's a, another reason why. A couple uh, quick little things of note. Uh, Seymour at 94, they're gonna be, that road will be closed starting on uh, Thursday. We're gonna have, on Thursday morning, we're gonna have Bill Van Dam from Extreme Dodge, and he'll, uh, give us the scoop on how to get to the uh, car dealers and how to access Seymour Road with some of that construction. Um, Pistons are bringing back their teal uniforms this time for real, so I think in Brandon, when we go to our staff game, we'll go to a teal uniform game. I think of teal, I think of Jerry Stackhouse. Jerry Stackhouse, that's right. Uh, Grant Hill, a little bit? Grant Hill, yeah, yeah. Grant Hill is teal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's uh, something to look forward to are the teal jerseys, just a, another excuse to spend money in the merch tent. Uh, news from Jackson College, Michael Bolton and Ario Speedwagon will be on their lineup, uh, next lineup. Watch for dates coming up for that. Hey, we've got a jam-packed show, and we are going to get things started with the one and only Dr. Donna O'Neill right after this. The Morning Show is brought to you by BearX. BearX creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. BearX, empowering data insights. Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV. Today's show is presented by Vermeulen's Home Furnishings, now in their third generation of being family owned and operated. They pride themselves on offering high-quality name-brand furniture at affordable prices. Thank you to Vermeulens for helping us bring you today's show. Our first guest on the show is from the Pick Center, Dr. Donna O'Neill. Good morning, Dr. Donna. Good morning. You did not mention the other big thing in Jackson. Which was? Faster Horses. It was? Did you go? I did, believe really? it or not. No yeah. way. <laughs> I should have brought you pictures. <laughs> You went to Faster Horses. I don't believe it. Tell Sur me about surprises, it. Surprises, surprises. Yeah. I always try to surprise you. Were maybe. you in with the... No, I was okay. up on the hill. Okay. So what did... Typically sitting in a chair. I didn't go yeah. the first night because okay. I had to work Saturday. Did you see anything that maybe disturbed you or... Well, I've gone before. So. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was actually at the very first one. I love the first ones. I didn't know you were... Because it was quite small, the first one. I didn't yeah. know you were a Faster Horses fan. Yeah. How about that? Learned How about some... that? You learn something every day. So... Um, <laughs> 
you know, I was thinking faster horses might be a spot for monkeypox, but you're saying probably not. Probably not. Let's hope not. Yeah. So monkeypox, we talked about this months ago, and I don't think I really thought much of it yeah. other than it's, you know, it's kind of got a funny name. It'll probably happen overseas. Mm -hmm. Now it's in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Worldwide. The WHO has just uh, named it as another disease of concern. So we're waiting to see if the U.S. will do that next. Um, so, yeah, a lot's changed. It's just exploded in big towns like New York City. Uh, we're learning a lot from them. And, of course, the U.K. Yeah. Um, there always seems to be ahead of us, uh, which is good and bad. Um, but it's not as rare as it used to be. But it's much different than the classic monkeypox. Um, clinically. Okay. Um, so that one, um, you usually would have had a prodrome, meaning some symptoms before the rash. So flu-like symptoms, fever, headache, aches, and then you got a rash where lesions would all come out at once. And there are four stages of the rash, which is still the same. They start off as flat, then they get a bit of a bump, and then they become blister-like, and then they scab over. Um, but in the new form, they're calling it the 2022 form, Often you don't have that prodrome, and the first thing is the rash, and oftentimes now unnoticed. And it can come out at different phases, um, so it's not all at once. And it seems to be hitting some different areas mm -hmm. uh, than before. So typically what we call mucous membranes, so the lips, the mouth, and also in uh, your private parts, the genital area. Um, so right now from the UK, if you want to yeah, do the little this. whiteboard, a lot of abbreviations. I was watching a, uh, <clears throat> a report last night, um, David Muir, my friend David Muir, and uh, they were talking about the transmission and how right. you can get this, and there was one thing that... So right, yeah, so right now it's typically a sexually transmitted disease. Uh, again, in the gay, bisexual mm -hmm. population, men who have sex with men. So in the England, as of the beginning of the month, 96% were in that group. Travel was important, but as time goes on, that's going to be less important. Young people, 22% less than 30. A sexually transmitted infection in the last year and over half percent. Uh, if they had 10 plus sexual partners, it was 31%. And many of these people were living with HIV. Wow. Uh, but it's going to change. A lot of the experts feel that we've missed the opportunity to keep it in an epidemic form, that it's going to become endemic, mm. uh, which is what COVID's done, but a lot different than COVID, especially the way it spread. We don't believe it spread through the air like COVID did. Thank it's, God. Through, it's through contact, uh, meaning you have to have contact with the skin lesions. Mm or anything that those skin lesions contaminated. Do so, we have pictures of monkeypox? So pot? the sheets. Did um, we bring any pictures? Yeah, I did bring a few. I hope they worked out. Yeah, so the report I, I saw last night was um, that it can be, you know, there were a couple kids that got it and they, they said that maybe, you know, they were living in the house with uh, people that had it and it could have been transmitted on like bed sheets or something. Right. Which. You know, so when you out. when you see they get rather you get like these the third picture there was a blister and then they get pustular looks like a zit almost yeah and then if that lesion breaks open and gets on the sheets or a towel that's how it can be spread uh, through hugging kissing intimate contact 
Um, and then it gets scabbed, scabby. You get, you yes. know, and then the problem is these are very painful, um, especially in the areas that uh, they're located. So proctitis in the anal area. Inside the mouth, they get these big abscesses. Yes. People can't swallow, can't, you know, uh, eat. This uh, is drink. not something you want. No. Now, it's not, uh, this is not uh, deadly yet. We haven't I think there was one patient who okay. um, across you know the world where it's uh, caused a death but a lot of um, what we call morbidity a lot of pain and suffering so some people need to be admitted just for mm -hmm. supportive care um, there is a vaccine out there and yeah. hopefully there'll be more coming along um, but a lot of experts are saying maybe we've already missed the boat that mm. um, it's out there it's widespread many countries um, and that another disease we might have to learn how to live with. Is this, um, yeah, obviously this is affecting um, primarily gay and bisexual men. Is this something that is going, that everyone's going to have a risk at or is this going to be kind of um, in that category? Who knows? Yeah. I, what we're worried about is it's going to change from that small group okay. to a broader group. So. Okay. Yeah, when my mother starts asking me questions, <laughs> I know it's time to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we brought a couple. Because, because you mentioned about kids, and we don't know what's going to happen. Um, yeah. So some people are saying, oh, it's going to be like that hand-foot-mouth disease, yeah. that if it gets into the kids, you know, they share toys, and, you know, they learn by putting everything in their mouth. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot that we don't know, but we kind of had a wake-up call yesterday in the office, even though I wasn't there, where a physician called about a patient with a rash in the genital area, and it was kind of like, oh, we better get on board with this. Oh, boy. You brought a couple uh, graphics to show us. Let's yeah, see. just to show you how it's taking off. Yeah. Um, this is across the world. Uh, the numbers continue to increase. I think as of the weekend, we were number two, but now we've unfortunately obtained the number one spot. Dr. Donna, how long does this last, like if you have it? So it could last anywhere from two to four weeks, depending wow. upon how severe it is. And you know, these people once again have to isolate. Um, so they're not supposed to really leave until all the scabs come off and uh, you have new skin showing. Here just shows the global distribution. The blue dots is where it's existed, you know, in an endemic fashion over the years. So uh, typically in Africa and the strain that's circulating around right now is from West Africa. I'm sure there've been some variations of it. It's but just amazing they, these, you know, how we fast talk, how we talk about these diseases and the next thing you know, they're in our, our travel, own backyard. Yeah, travel. it's amazing. And across the U.S., um, this was from last night. Uh, I'm sure we're number one now across the world. So it's in big cities, you know, New York, California, Florida, DC. So it's mainly in the urban areas, but it's really taking a team to treat these people. Um, there are some, there's one drug that's investigational and the CDC is working really hard to make it easier. So they've tried to condense the forms and you know, how you mm -hmm. access it. I think they've learned that they can't do all the testing themselves. So there's about five commercial labs uh, fortunately, one of them's in our office, nice. LabCorp, um, so um, for specimen uh, collection. Uh, but it's, it's taken off. In New York City, they kind of had one case, mm. you know, in May, and now it's full-blown. They have about a third of the cases in the U.S., and in five weeks, you know, they've gone from one case to close to 60. It's amazing. It's never a problem until it's a giant problem. 
It's and we still have other problems. President had has COVID. Yeah. yeah but uh, doing well, I hear. Mm -hmm. So, and that's that. Uh, what variant does the? Well, they figure it's B five. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, very few COVID virgins left out there. Okay. So I guess a lot of people were surprised he didn't get it sooner. Yeah. But we have a lot that we can offer people. So Paxlovid is one of the drugs. Tastes terrible, but keep taking it because it really makes a difference. And for those people who've missed the window or of drugs that interact or other reasons, there's still the monoclonal antibody. Mm -hmm. There's Evusheld for the immunosuppressed patients to try to help, you know, dampen down the effect of it. Underused. Um, please get it, you can call our office, we have it. Um, so there's a lot more that we can do. Mm -hmm. But what I've seen is once again, it's affecting our older group of patients. Right. And so if you haven't had a vaccine this year or the infection, I encourage you to, typically you'll be getting your second booster dose. And it remains to be seen what happens mm -hmm. with our vaccine come fall. Most uh, epidemiologists believe that most people have been infected with the, the virus by now. Probably 85, 90%. Yeah. 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 So, and there's a new vaccine out there if you were kind of hesitant because of the new technology. There is Novavax based on older technology, the protein subunit vaccine. So that can't be an excuse anymore. Um, so there, there's lots, yeah. it, it hasn't gone away, but maybe monkeypox is gonna take some of the, the heat off it for a while. It's, uh, it's sure uh, fun to talk about sometimes, I think. For and old diseases, polio was uh, identified in the U.S. this past really? week. Yeah, case in New York. Well, New York all the time. New York, yeah, the <laughs> melting pot. Well, I want to thank you for coming in today and on your vacation. My vacation. I know you probably woke up and you have house guests and you probably fed them, got them coffee. Then no, Ted did all that. Okay, so, well, uh, thank you so much for coming in. And enjoy welcome. the rest of your vacation. Thank you, you too. Dr. Donna O'Neill from the PIC Center. More of the morning show after this. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV. Albion has some live music at Swingin' at the Shell, and this is a free summer concert series. July 24th through September 11th, Sundays at 6 p.m. It's a beautiful, beautiful park setting. The Victory Park Bandshell and all that, of course, made possible by Caster Concepts, Park Drugstore, and others. Swinging at the Shell in Albion, happening all summer long. It's now time to welcome our guests from U.S. Staffing Agency. We have Jim Dolson and Justin Lindemann. Good morning, guys. Good morning, morning. Andy. How's it going? It's going really Where's well. Where's Bird off to today? He's up north. <laughs> yeah, he's nice. up north. He's in Petoskey. You know, it's nice and cool here. I'm sure it's, it's, it's cool up there. It is beautiful today. Yeah. It was nice uh, being outside without sweating right away. I know. Right. So. Yeah. So, Justin, yeah. you're new to uh, U.S. Staffing. What's your role? I am an EHS manager. Okay, what is EHS? Environmental Health and Safety. Okay, cool. So what is, uh, so what's your background? Um, talk a little bit about uh, what you did before you got to uh, U.S. Staffing Agency. Sure, I'm um, in about 21 years of safety okay. related industries and I've been very fortunate. Uh, I've worked in everything from uh, tree service, which was a family business to um, most of my time was spent a chemical company, okay. uh, which was, learned a lot of knowledge. We got to work with great teams. Uh, to most recently a package and food industry. Interesting. So, and it led me here. Now, uh, Jim, I wouldn't think that it would be typical for this, a staffing agency to have uh, an EHS yeah. manager. I would think that, 
you know, that would be something that maybe you guys Larger would companies on. might do. Yeah, yeah. you rely on their employers. Why, why well, so? Well, we traditionally, what staffing agencies do, and what we've been doing is you have somebody like in that part-time role, and we had somebody, two, two people ago there was somebody, and then I replaced somebody who was part-time, and then it was my turn to be part-time yeah. for a little, bit, a little bit in it. But one of the things we started realizing is that um, safety is one of those things that we can do a lot with. Um, and there's usually two parts of managing safety. Part of it is, you know, like it's the work comp side, it's managing the claim, it's paying people when they're hurt, it's managing the medical side of it. But then there's the, all, and everybody does that pretty good. Staffing, staffing agencies do that pretty well. It's mm -hmm. like kind of what we do to manage costs. But the other side of it, um, most staffing agencies don't do a good job because they, they have to work through their customers to do it. And that's really managing the incident. Like, why did this happen? What do you got to do to prevent it from the, sure. happening in the future and that sort of thing? So one of the things we decided to do is uh, a couple of different reasons. We, we brought on a full-time safety manager, Justin, is um, we think there's an opportunity to do better at managing our work comp side of it, you know, managing the medical side of it. And it takes a full-time person to do that. But there's also a great opportunity for us, uh, we think, to manage the incident side of it. So like the way it works in staffing, Andy, is... Uh, the folks are actually work for us, but we assign them to a site. Uh, but if they get hurt at that site, it's really that customer's site's responsibility to mm -hmm. fix the problems and that sort of thing. And so, you know, sometimes uh, if we don't have the expertise, we're really not included in the discussion. Sure. So now that we have the expertise, I think yeah. we can bring some of that in. And so we look at it as an opportunity to, I think, walk hand in hand with our our customers a little bit more than we've been able to i'm sure the, the customers so. don't mind the uh, the added help uh, well we're going to find we're out gonna we're going to find out it's what? a it's a bit of a risk i mean yeah, you know yeah. we're, this is a way for us to add value in and sure. whenever you want to do that sometimes it's a bit of a well you take the step first to see what happens yeah. you know but yeah we hear a lot about uh, preventative uh, mm -hmm. measures what um what type of things do you look for when you go in and uh, do a site survey so for preventative, it, and you don't have a safety foundation if you're not looking for that, it's key or leading indicators. Okay. So you're not looking for things that already happened. You want to look at the safety oh. suggestions, oh. the uh, near misses, so you can get an idea of what's happening and you can try to prevent it from happening. So when I go in, I like to assess the situation make sure that there's a safety culture. Is there signage? Are people wearing PPE? Housekeeping's a big one. How are they treating their staff? Because that goes along. We were just yeah. talking about It's one yeah. of the things that we both do. Like, That's interesting. I've, I've worked in plants. We, like, if you want to know what's going on in the plant from a safety perspective, where do you go? true. The bathroom. The bathroom. Believe it or not. Yeah. yeah. You go there. It's like when you go to a restaurant. Yeah. You want to know if it's a good restaurant? You yeah. go to the bathroom first. Yeah, if they keep Water that clean, they take care of people. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> that is yeah. absolutely amazing. Now, you have, you'll have new employees that you're placing at some of these uh, some of these plants, manufacturers, businesses, whatever. How does that help you with uh, your folks that you're placing, knowing that you have maybe a little bit more ha uh, hand in some of the safety measures? Yeah, one of the things we want to do always with our own employees, uh, no matter what site they're going to, is educate them and train them before they get there to know like what to look for. So, you know, we always empower our employees to raise their hand and say, you know what, I don't feel comfortable doing this. And, if, and you know, listen, sometimes it will cost them their job at that site. But we're in an economy now, we can take that same person and put them in someplace else where, yeah. where they will be safe or they'll be comfortable. So we encourage our employees, uh, raise your hand, we educate them. Um, and I think those are the things we're gonna, we can do more of uh, to prevent some safety, some, some safety problems. And on the customer side, uh, we're always about helping to uh, engage with our customers more, 
I would say maybe educate them, but maybe the word we've been using is communicate with them better. Communication. You know, yeah. and uh, just be a point where we can, that a point where we can have an easy conversation with our customers about stuff that we've seen, our employees are complaining about. You know, make it safer for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Well, what did you think of our bathroom? Did you peek in there? Is that up the car? Are we good? No, the have, green room's you, clean, you, so that's okay. fine. Yeah, don't look at anything else. You have happy employees based off that's of great. Yeah, that's for great. sure. So that was interesting. You talked about, uh, you know, how how the staff morale and things like that. How does that play into some of maybe safety concerns? If you have, if your staff's being treated well, if it's an unsafe environment, they're not going to be very happy. Right. If you go there and people, uh, there's a safety culture. You can, you can tell by the way the staff's acting. Now, they're, they're going to have bad days like anyone else, not like their job per se. Yeah. But if an, a company is putting a resource into their employees for safety, it, it does show their day-to-day -day activity. Yeah. Now, uh, you guys have had a few job fairs. You were giving mm -hmm. away things at the last yes. one. I tried to go by and win a cooler <laughs> or something. But you guys have had, a, had, had quite a few. There's going to be another one August on 10th. August 10th. Yeah. Um, how have those gone for you guys? They've been really well. Uh, they've been received well, both here and, and in the different uh, communities where we're at. We yeah. have job fairs. Uh, the last one we had here in Jackson was uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it went really well. We had a lot of folks come in. And what we are starting to see, too, Andy, is, um, you know, we've been talking about a recession for a long time, so people are saying, well, maybe I should go out and get a job in case yeah. I need the money during a recession. And we've started to see some people come in that yeah. uh, weren't there, say, a year ago or yeah. so, and that wasn't wasn't a threat or a worry. So we keep talking about that uh, job rate, and uh, yeah. you know, I'm wondering if you know if that's being counted correctly. It's. I think we've talked about it before. It's deceiving. So the yeah. unemployment rate measures only those people who have been in the workforce and have uh, applied or a claim for okay. unemployment. Yeah. It doesn't look at people. The rate doesn't look at people who haven't even filed a claim. Or what about that? It's the maybe unemployment's ran out. Yeah, or the unemployment's ran out too. Yeah, so, so there's a lot. There's there's a lot of folks when you hear like that we have the lowest unemployment. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people on the sideline not working. There's a lot of people not, not in being, the system being not, counted. Yeah, exactly, not being counted at all. <laughs> right. And uh, so yeah, that is tricky. So um, yeah, you hear about that. You know, maybe heading into a recession. Keep working. Keep working. Keep working. Right? Yep, we uh, like to get people to work so they have cash in their hand, cash in their pocket, which yeah. is what you need in a recession. You need a yeah. backup plan in case something goes bad, you know, yeah. or you lose your, you do lose your job, or inflation with prices going up, gas, yeah. milk, et cetera. So, yeah, we're always about getting people a good job, and we've got plenty of opportunities right now. So, yeah. people need to come in and talk to us. Yeah, what's yeah. the best, what's the best way? Come right in? Come right in 707 North Wisner. They can apply online at usstaffingagency.com. It's awesome. Yeah. And uh, things are going good for you so far, Justin, yeah? Yeah, unbelievable support. Day two. <laughs> day two? I came back for day two, so it's got to be going good, right? That's awesome. Well, sorry we uh, stuck you on TV. No, you're good. Day two. That's our thing now. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, I know we're going to be out on site on August 10th, uh, I think, with you and Ben, so we mm -hmm. look forward forward to that U.S. Staffing Agency job fair. As always, thank you guys so much thank for, you. for being thank here. You. Justin Lindemann and Jim Dolson from U.S. Staffing Agency. The Relay for Life is coming up this weekend, and we're going to talk about it next on JTV. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome back to The Morning Show on JTV. It's already Relay for Lifetime and from the American Cancer Society with us today, Katie Jones. Good morning. Hi. Thanks for having me. 
I can't believe we have a July relay for Life Day. It's crazy. Well, let's blame NASCAR because they picked our relay weekend, so we had to adjust. But we're really excited. And you don't you don't mi- mix that up because of the fans that attend. Yeah, what, to, no, we it's a fundraiser. Yeah. <laughs> our relayers are so passionate; they will find so many different ways to fund the mission. So they were at Faster Horses last weekend, wow. and they will be at the NASCAR race in a week and a half that's amazing in the concession stand so if you're there stop by i did that for the crazies and the purple i did that in uh, high school our <laughs> basketball team yeah, to raise money it's a great and fundraiser it is it's actually it's it's the most fun you can have yeah. while raising money <laughs> fun in fundraising yeah, what a concept faster horses wow that was awesome <laughs> um so it's happening and it's it's yes. friday so yes. it's a july again july date i'm used to seeing everything in august yeah. but it's this friday and saturday yes yeah, we, a little different, the opening is at 6 o'clock, like always. We are doing a soft opening at 4, which just means people will start walking at 4, there'll be music playing, but then the big activities will start at 6 o'clock. And you have a title sponsor for this, America's Preferred Home Warranty, and yes. they've really stepped up the last few years and, and made this uh, just a big part of their, their company's mission. Yeah, they're our presenting sponsor, and they are a wonderful organization to work with. Um, they have their own commit relay committee that meet every month, and we have so many wonderful businesses and teams and family and friends teams. We're so appreciative of all the support. We'll be out with the uh, Hammond Propane and Kelly Fuels uh, group again. Uh, it's just a great event, and there's so many different ways you can participate. Yes. So if you're thinking, well, I don't have a team, or it's like, <laughs> how am I going to get a team? You don't have to have a team to come to Relay. Um, if you want to get a team going, there's, you, there's a few days you could sign up. We got space, but really you could just, just come out. Um, we're there for 22 yeah. hours. So um, no matter what shift you're working, I know late at night we have a lot of eating employees working, oh, yeah. walking the track late at night. Uh, but you just come out. It's a free public event. Um, we are always taking donations. There's fundraisers on site. We have a raffle tent. Oh, I love the raffle tent. Yes. So the raffle tent is huge. Um, and I don't know that we had that with COVID or I feel like we missed a year with that, but it's We back. had it last year. Okay. We didn't have it in 2020. Okay. Um, and I've heard some amazing items that are going to be in there. So stop by the raffle tent. Um, some teams will have different fundraisers on site as well. And then, you know, we've got activities and games and things like that. It's great for kids, too. There's so much. uh, Usually, uh, a lot of the booths have something fun for kids or giveaways Mm -hmm. or something you could buy for a dollar and money, obviously. Yeah, the trick-or-treating is Saturday. I can't remember the time. If you go to our website, so the best place to go to on our website, if you're looking for, like, when things are happening, is... um, I made a hot button says schedule and um, you click that it takes you to our event details page there's a detailed schedule FAQ questions all kinds of stuff you've uh, you've been with the American Cancer Society for 11 years now I'll be 11 next month Wow so I know. talk about uh, and this is your second uh, second or third year with the relay here second year working with Jackson okay. I've kind of bounced around Com- kind of talk about Michigan. talk about uh, <laughs> talk about the relays you know around the state and yeah. kind of just you know what what that money does and kind of what those events really bring to the American Cancer Society yeah so the relay for life is our largest fundraiser it's our flagship event we used to call it the road show for the American Cancer Society (laughs) because it's a really great opportunity to talk about 
the programs and services that we do because people, when they hear the words you have cancer, are never alone. Right. There's a lot of help out there. Um, and so, you know, we're here 24-7 and the money funds, you know, that 1-800 number is a lifeline. Um, I was once told Christmas Eve, they actually get the most calls. Really? Yes. Amazing. Um, so there's now live chat you can do on the website, cancer.org. Um, you can schedule a video conference. Um, they help with insurance questions. Wow. There's oncology nurses on staff. Um, it's just a wonderful tool. Now there's, uh, there's so much going on and there, there's many ways, like we talked about, to uh, participate. But, um, you know, get there get there early, get there on time. You want to watch the uh, survivor walk. It's very powerful. Yes, that's, that's after the opening at okay. six will be the survivor lap. And then also uh, the luminaries. Talk about uh, yes. those. So um, at dusk around nine o'clock, um, teams have been selling luminaria bags throughout the year. So you can come and purchase one before it gets dark at the info tent. And so it's just a bag in honor and memory of someone. Mm -hmm. Some are very elaborately decorated with photos and then they light it up. And then because we have so many teams, Jackson is the largest relay in the state of Michigan, if you didn't know That's this. That's awesome. <laughs> Every team kind of does their own private luminaria ceremony. We'll read a poem, we'll play soft music. There's no walking at that time. Yeah. It's really like just a, a time to reflect. So you can buy a bag, light it, and just take a moment Very to reflect. Very nice. Very cool. And, you know, everyone, whether it's personally or i'm sure everyone's lives have been t uh, touched by this horrible horrible disease so mm -hmm. it's a it's a great way to give back and uh, just really be a part of the community now you have prepared a checklist on your website of things you might need like yes. bug spray sunscreen yes. i always forget stuff what 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 <laughs> else is on that list um i would say water oh water that's a good and, one and sunscreen is huge um a couple things to not bring, so we don't have any, because this is cancer. No cigarettes. So no tobacco products <laughs> or vaping. And we love our pets. We do a bark for life in the spring, That's but right. there are no pets allowed at the relay. For okay. Liability, so. Cool. It should be fun. There's a uh, there's a lot of great food. How's the weather look? I think it looks pretty uh, good. I have right? been knocking, because so far this looks to be like the best relay weather I've ever had. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a great event. Can't wait. Yeah. So uh, join us. Uh, we'll be there. You'll be there. Yes. And uh, a lot of the uh, community will be there as well. And that starts at 4 o'clock this Friday and goes till 2 p.m. on Saturday, yes. correct? Cool. Katie, thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. We'll see you at the Relay. Thank you for partnering with us. Absolutely. Katie Jones from the American Cancer, so Cancer Society. We'll be right back with the boys from Eagle Point. The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. Welcome back. Today's show is brought to you by U.S. Staffing Agency, and they're your complete employment specialists serving job seekers, employees, and employers. Visit them at usstaffingagency.com. It's now time to welcome the fellas from Eagle Point Marina and Boat Club, Blair Huff and Ben Scott. Morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having us, Andy. I would rather you be nowhere else but here right now, Blair. Are you well, kidding me? Well, I appreciate that, and I feel the same. Or awesome. We feel the same. I love it. Absolutely. Love it. So, summer in Michigan, 
Are you guys got boats for sale? I don't know, Ben, how many boats do we have for sale? I think we got 40, a little That's over amazing. 40 maybe. Yeah, amazing. Um, yeah. I was looking at some of the pictures you guys sent over, and these are just really, really nice boats. Talk about um, what, what models you guys carry, what, are, what brands? So we got uh, a couple pontoon lines, uh, Bentley pontoons, South Bay pontoons, uh, a Centurion as you're seeing here on the screen. Um, We've got uh, six or eight of those in stock, which wow. is a pretty good, uh, pretty good amount for this time of year, for sure. Um, and like I said, like we said, over 40 pontoons, and yeah. So, so you guys, um, um, you guys are having a big sale, though, right? You guys are having a big sale starts next week, or does it start this weekend? Well, we're having, we're actually doing the morning show for K105.3 okay. on Friday the Friday, 30th. Friday the 30th. Okay. But the sale doesn't officially start till August 1st. Till August 1st. Okay. Perfect. August 1st. And then it goes till the Saturday, August 6th. Awesome. What uh, what type of uh, specials are you guys running um, on these boats? You buy a boat from you guys, what else happens? If you buy a boat and you're looking for a place to put the boat in the water, we're offering a limited amount of slips for people who buy a boat during okay. the sale that you can actually get on Clark Lake at Eagle Point wow. Marina, and that's like never happened. So this is going to be pretty pretty big. That's cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Because last I checked, most of those slips were sold out. They're it's like getting a season ticket to a Michigan. So you don't want to miss this opportunity. It's going to be a good one for yeah, sure. That's cool. Yeah. So. Uh, um, how how does how is one take advantage of that? Can you be like one of the first ones there? You buy need, that boat, and you, you need you need to be one of the first ones there, okay. or you need to get on our website. You need to call us. You need to you need to just come in. Yeah, it's kind sure. of the first come first serve because it's a limited availability. We don't have very many left, so we're okay. but we do have a few that we're. Let's we'd, talk we'd about. Like to, uh, let's yeah. talk about some of the ones that you guys do have left. You have, uh, you know, you guys have something for everybody, right? You have great pontoons. You have are these wakeboard style boats that uh, the ski boats are very popular. They're they're more for surfing. Are they for the surf they boats? Right? Yeah, they're okay. like a tow boat is what they okay. are. Yep. Ben's actually uh, one of the better surfers I've okay. met, so he's he's a good person <laughs> yeah. to. So if you, I don't know about that. What is the, is the is the surfing when you're just back in the wake without? Right. Okay. Correct. Yep. You don't have a rope. You're just okay. you're Gosh. riding in the wake, kind of. But yeah, that's exactly what those boats are designed for. Is mainly surfing, but they're okay. also very good at wakeboarding as well. They're have have you ever? And I've seen a lot of these videos. Have you ever set the boat up to drive by itself, jump back by yourself, done a little surfing? <laughs> I have, have not have not done that, but I've seen a lot of those videos and seen a lot of them go wrong. What too. happens to the boat? Yeah, I, that's what I mean. <laughs> I've seen a lot of them go it's wrong just, doing it's that. It's crazy. Like, yeah. Well, how do you actually get back on the boat? Do you have to jump off your surfboat? I've never, <laughs> yeah, I've never I've seen never one tried it. I don't have any, yeah, yeah, I would yeah. never try that. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm assuming there's always somebody hidden in a compartment that you can't see. That's probably, obviously, yeah. But, Otherwise, uh, there'd be some kids yeah. that would ruin their father's Exactly. Yeah. So, Andy, is that something you've been you've been looking at to try yourself? Is that Do you want to do the demo <laughs> there or what? <laughs> I can water ski, believe it or not. But I can. I don't think that. No, I turned forty, as you know, and I think. Oh, are you forty now? Yeah, I am. Surfing, you're not. That's you're a perfect not. age for surfing. Yeah, but you've been doing it since you were six, Ben. Yeah, right. <laughs> How old do you have to be to uh, drive a boat? Um, I think the age is twelve now is with really? your boater safety. Don't quote okay. me on that, but I believe it's twelve with boater okay. safety. You can drive. Um, I just think there's some different rules with jet skis, but a boat. Okay. I think it's twelve. Um, Used to be when we were kids, I guess. I think things have changed a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the Pro Shop, you guys have everything that anyone would ever need for their boat or for the day on the lake, or their really if they're their life on the lake. A absolutely. If you need anything for the lake, you got to go to our Pro Shop. We got tubes, a ton of tubes, a huge selection. We've got 
coolers, we got cleaning products, cleaning products, uh, life jackets, ropes, sunglasses. We got paddle boards. We got everything. We got stuff for your dog. Put your dog in one of those uh, life jackets, <laughs> just like that yep, ball right there. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> Lucky I didn't get my face bit off. Um, but yeah, and if we, we don't have it in stock, it's something we can get the next day. Cool. Most stuff yeah. we can get the next day. Very um, cool. So now you know. Don't be afraid to ask. What do you What do you guys do? You guys take care. You guys store boats in and out of the water. Um, you know, buying a boat is. I would be nervous. What do I do with it? Who's going to clean it? Who's going to take care of it? Well, if you buy a boat from us, you don't have to do anything but count on us to take care of it all. Oh yeah. We do the inside storage. We do the outside storage. We service. We sell. We gas. We got condos you can stay if you ever, if you do get a slip from us and there's limited, you know, availability, yeah. then shoot, go use your boat, stay at the condos, walk over next door to Eagle's Nest, get some food, get some drinks. Uh, your condos, I was looking online and they're severely underpriced compared to the rest of Michigan, um, which is awesome. But uh, you guys have these beautiful condos and suites available, lakefront, honestly, it's it's one of the best deals in the state of Michigan, if you ask me. There's there's it, it's really an untapped little uh, resource out here, um, which we're changing. So if you think you want to come out there, come out there soon because everybody that's came this year, or not everybody, but most people came there. Yeah. Said, hey, I want to book for next year because we've made some changes to them. We've done the floors. We've added a new concrete patio to them. Um, we, we got a beach right out to the side of it that we clean every single day that, you know, if you have kids and family, you can goof off in the water. We got fire pits. We got f cool. I think four or five fire pits out there. It's, it's definitely, um, something you want to take advantage of sooner than later. If you want to come out there and check it out. A lot of bookings in the next year already. Yeah. In the last month for yeah, sure. Yeah. Take advantage yeah. of that. Yep. Uh, I was, again, I was online the other day. I really couldn't believe how reasonably, uh, priced that was. And you can just add a pontoon at, uh, for reasonable rate. I don't see any reason to go up north when you have Eagle Point and Clark Lake right here. Absolutely. It's awesome. Yeah, well, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, we live on Summit Township. 10 minutes to get out there. Crazy, right? 10 minutes to get in town. I mean, yeah. it's, it's not, it's, it, people have this impression like, oh, it takes me 20 minutes to get out there. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Now, uh, Ben, so many lakes in Jackson, Jackson County, uh, Clark Lake, where you guys are on, busy lake, restaurants. Um, what about someone who wants to uh, maybe buy a boat, take on a big lake, or uh, maybe just kind of pedal around? They can go well, come to you guys? You know, that's that's absolutely the Centurions are, that's one of the selling key selling points to those boats is they're a deep V haul. They're, they're, they're great on rough water. Um, okay. Clark Lake gets a little busy on the, you know, on the weekends and whatnot. It's, uh, that boat's still a smooth boat water ride. We've got a couple boats on Lake Michigan. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, they're, it's, it's a great, yeah. uh, Great place to come, kind of a one-stop shop to kind of fit most people's needs and for everything you want to do. What uh, What's your favorite kind of boat to be on? Oh, I like them all. Yeah. I'm all from pontoon to bigger boats to surf boats. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Yeah. How about if you? If I'm on a boat, it's happy. So. <laughs> you know, I, re I, re I really like the pontoons. Yeah. I just like, when I'm on the water, I just want to relax. Yeah. You know, get, get on the water. Chill. Don't worry about what's going on in your work life, all the problems you got, just kind of go right away. So, so you don't want to ski or do anything? No, I, don't get me wrong. If you br you come out to ski, Andy. Slalom? Work, uh, I don't know about that. I don't know if I can do that, but I would take you up. <laughs> if you want to go skiing sometime, we'll... Okay. I, I need to drop a ski. I don't know that I could get right up on one. It's been a while. Okay. But I did uh, grow up with uh, a friend on uh, Clark Lake. He, ha he had this, it was like a 
It was like a hybrid pontoon speedboat from the 90s. Okay. Probably deck boatish. Type yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> and I learned to water ski on that boat, and uh, they thought it would be funny to go about 35, 40 miles an hour around Clark Lake. And uh, yeah, I never let him ride the boat again. But you don't want to go that <laughs> fast when you ski. At least I don't. Well, you know, the faster you, the go, you go, <laughs> the harder you fall, I That's think. Right. Or, the, or the harder you, you skip stones. Skipping, yeah. yeah. That's where the uh, surfing comes in now when you're over the age of 40, as you That's admitted. <laughs> Can, uh, At 11 miles an hour, it's pretty hard to get, to get hurt when yeah, you fall. You kind of just safe. gracefully fall into the water, that's not a, uh, skipping across the that's water. That's a safe speed Exactly. For me. Can yep. people just come out, hang out, look around, and uh, maybe enjoy an hour or two and just kind of see what all you got to offer? Absolutely, yeah. Even if you're not looking to buy a boat and you're thinking about it, just come on in and check out what we got, yeah. meet our sales crew, meet our staff. We got a great staff out there. Everybody's yeah. super laid back always out there to help cool. so yeah it's, even if you're not looking just come out there and just check us out yeah check out the, the beautiful boats and uh, if, if you're not ready you can always dream and another Absolutely. thing and another thing too Andy if you think you're if you're on the fence hey do I want to buy a yeah. boat do I not want to buy a boat we got three pontoons we rent cool you can rent one or if you want to not rent it you can say hey can you take me around the lake come on let's go cool Awesome. Well, so, thank you guys so yeah. much. I'm looking forward to seeing you and that sale again is? August 1st through August 6th, but there's a little sneak peek on uh, July 30th this Friday, and we're going to be on K105.3 with that too, so that's worth awesome. uh, the morning show. So, awesome. Thank you guys for being here. Blair Thanks for having Hoss us. And Ben Scott from Eagle Point Marina. That's all for today. We'll see you later.